This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 18, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. E-Verify is a pilot program aimed at making sure that people who are employed in the U.S. are legally able to do so. According to Cato Institute Director of Information Policy Studies Jim Harper, E-Verify fits perfectly the definition of programs that President-elect Obama has pledged to eliminate. It's expensive, wasteful, and does nothing to promote its own ends while imposing significant costs on the private sector and on the privacy of workers. There's a program that's perhaps trying to move from pilot status to national status right now called E-Verify, which is an attempt to, to create a viable system of internal enforcement for immigration law. The theory of E-Verify is if, it, if you make it illegal to hire illegal immigrants, employers won't hire them, and that'll reduce the economic magnet that, that exists within the country. Now, we've been working on versions of this for 20 years now, and it hasn't succeeded yet. And congressional Republicans, the Department of Homeland Security, and the Bush administration, uh, essentially late late in, in President Bush's second term, tried to sort of double down on the failed policy of internal enforcement by ramping up E-Verify. E-Verify works by collecting information about new hires. Most people are familiar with the form I-9 that you fill out when you when you start a new job. Basically, the employer has to collect some data and put it in a file. Um, annoying, inconvenient, wastes a lot of time, doesn't have much effect on illegal immigration. So do you double down on that or not? E-Verify would database this. That is, the employer would enter it into a computer. It would be run past Social Security Administration databases, run past DHS databases to see if, to the extent they could tell, this was a real person who was entitled to work in the United States. What you get when you do that kind of thing is an incredible amount of data collection and an incredible amount of power uh, transferred to the federal government to make essentially a final decision on who in the country uh, is allowed to work who in the country can get hired. So in addition to pragmatic concerns with the cost with data errors, which we know to be at about 4.1%, one in 25 employees at the outset or new new hires at the outset would spend time in SSA offices trying to get this stuff straightened out instead of working. In addition to those practical problems, there are principled problems that this is an extension of federal government authority far beyond what was ever contemplated, obviously, by the framers. Uh, it doesn't work. If it did work, it would uh, give the federal government opportunity to control not only working, but housing, access to medical care, access to financial services, and so on and so forth. So this is a program that should be scrapped. It should be killed off. It shouldn't continue in its current status. It certainly shouldn't be grown. President-elect Obama, during the campaign, said uh, numerous times that he would shut down programs that don't work. And if if this is uh, one of them, certainly it should be shut down. What... Uh, how likely is it that this temporary government program will become permanent? Well, if the president-elect is to is to be true to his words, I think he could rightfully shut down E-Verify and should. I'm not sure it'll be uh, that transparent that he does, but I would argue for him to do so. It's actually really the ball is in Congress's court, and it's helpful to understand what the recent politics of the issue have been. Uh, E-Verify was set to expire in November of this year, and Congress held fairly extensive hearings in the early part of 2007, the spring of 2007, to look at internal enforcement and a variety of other immigration issues. I think they created a lot of credibility for themselves there by showing that care to, for the issue. Uh, the House passed a five-year extension of E-Verify, but when it got to the Senate, it was held up 
and only a four-month, a measly four-month extension went through. Now, anti-immigrant groups fumed. They were absolutely through the roof about this thing. But tellingly, Democrats paid no price in the election recently, and in fact, Republicans took quite a shellacking. Uh, William Crystal, uh, who was uh, no liberal himself, assessed this recently on, uh, on a Fox News Sunday, where he said, take the example of Hispanics. Uh, congressional Republicans demagogued the issue, promoted fear, and refused to work with President Bush on comprehensive immigration reform. And the results are there to see. They made a huge mistake and hurt the party. So Democrats can have confidence uh, in moving against E-Verify if they, if they want to. And that remains an open question, obviously. Politicians will always kick a can down a road if they can. So uh, the, there is, frankly, likelihood that Congress would try to extend E-Verify. But uh, it would pay no political price. The Democrats would pay no political price for moving against E-Verify. Uh, failing to reauthorize would be the right thing to do, and defunding the program so it doesn't go forward. We need to move away from internal enforcement, uh, which again has failed for 20 years, and assess the, the root of the problem, which is our immigration law, holding an unnatural cap on the movement of people into the country. Uh, hard workers who benefit the country, our consumers get more goods at better prices, the economy grows, and in a, in a friendly, uh, felicitous immigration environment, um, Mexican laborers, Central American laborers would be able to return home. So it would solve some of the problems that have people so concerned with with uh, a large mass of illegal immigrants in the country. We need to get this solved by solving immigration law, not by moving against workers and employers. Who ultimately pays the price if this program isn't working properly? The price of E-Verify falls on everyone, every taxpayer, because we're talking about hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in federal government spending. It's important to understand that an E-Verify system gone national, if it's going to work, requires a national identity system. The right to work in the United States under current immigration law is a personal right. That is, it depends on your individual status. And so to check that status, you have to know who the person is. Uh, there's, a, there's an immutable logic about E-Verify leading to a national ID system. Um, so we're talking about law-abiding American citizens into a national ID system. We're talking about law-abiding American taxpayers paying for the system. A lot of folks think in the abstract, they imagine that E-Verify is about illegal immigrants. No, it's about law-abiding citizens and formerly productive employers being drawn into this regulatory morass, being drawn into a bureaucratic identity vortex. It's something we don't want. Um, heaven forbid that I should have to say I told you so in a few years, but I happily will if E-Verify goes forward, goes national. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can subscribe to the Tech Knowledge Newsletter at Cato.org.